This program has been pre-recorded for airing at this time. Please hold all phone calls. Are you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices moreover that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Posted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we are on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you are local, to join in on our discussion today, we have a number for you. Please dial 702-650-5588. Again, if you are local, if you'd like to join in our discussion today, if you have a praise report, a prayer request, a comment, We'd love to hear from you, 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we do have a toll-free number for you. That number would be 800-366-8883. Again, 800-366-8883. We are being streamed live from KKVV's website. That website is www.kkvv.com. Hello and God bless. I just wave to you. We're also being streamed live from Save the Lost at All Costs' website. Our web address is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, I strongly encourage you to go to our website. Again, that address is www.savethelostlv.org. Just look for our weekly archive radio broadcast. Clicked on to the date that you'd like to listen to. We have so many, so many broadcasts for you to listen to. And last week, uh, we finished a two-part series called The Expert Witness, where we featured a wonderful author by the name of Jesse Prince. God bless you, man of God. I'm still basking in everything that you shared with us. And it is really Life transforming. I really encourage you to listen, learn more about Jesse's testimony and uh, his life at top of Scientology. And he is a believer. So God is always with us no matter what. We also are archived on iTunes. So if you have an Apple device, you can catch us on iTunes. The gospel is free on our watch all the time. If you have a cell phone. I really encourage you to lock in this number. You can listen to KKVV 1060 AM or 100.1 FM anytime you like. You can listen to Save the Lost at All Costs. Viva cell phone. It only works in the United States, so I'm going to give you the number, and I'm going to give it to you twice. That number is 605-313-0630. Again, 605-313-0630. Today's topic is going to be pedophile playground again today's topic is pedophile playground now i just want to share with you a couple of things and then we're going to get right into it so on thursday that would have been february the 28th in boise idaho the idaho house 
has rejected a bill that would have set minimum marriage age of 16 under current law, which will remain unchanged due to Thursday's 28-39 vote. 16 and 17 year olds can marry with parental permission, and children under 16 can marry if a judge also signs off. That's right here in the United States of America. That's what's going on in Idaho. Believe it or not, it is the highest state with child brides. So, just keep that in your spirit, and we're going to continue to move on. So. We're talking about today pedophile playground. So let's get into that topic, and we're going to need the Lord Jesus Christ to be with us as He always is. And you know the thing is is that trust the Holy Spirit. God knows all. God sees all. God understands all. So the thing is is that trust in the Lord, and not into your own understanding. Amen. So that's scripture. So let's get into it. So, first of all, we need to define what pedophilia is. Our dictionaries will say that pedophilia is sexual feelings directed towards children. Well, there's age associated with children. So let's go a little bit deeper. According to Psychology Today, pedophilia is defined as recurrent and intense sexual arousing fantasies, sexual urges, or behaviors involving sexual activity with a pre—I'm pre, not sure of the pronunciation. I'm going to spell it. I've seen it, but I, I want to move on. So it's. P R E P U B E S C E N T again P R E P U B E S C E N T child or children generally aged thirteen years or younger. So I know it has to do that it is pre puberty over a period of at least six months. Pedophiles are most often men and can be attracted to either or both sexes. So we should not conflate child abuse with pedophilia. They're not the same. So we need to make sure that we do not conflate the two. Sexual child abuse or child abuse is not the same as pedophilia. So I've given you、uh, the definition of what pedophilia is uh, under uh, psychology definitions,、uh, what the dictionary would have it. So now we need to get into、uh, understanding it spiritually. Amen. So there was a good study that was done on a wonderful website called. GotQuestions.org again. GotQuestions.org. That would be G-O-T-Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N-S.org. So this is a wonderful、um, source of information to help understand the scriptures and things that are in the Bible. And I have the 
link under my um, biblical tools on my website. So I really encourage you to take a look at it. It is really, really uh, a good and trusted website. So they asked the question on there, what does the Bible say about pedophilia? Answer, there is no direct mention of pedophilia in the Bible, but there are numerous biblical principles that definitely apply to the sin. One such principle is the Bible's view on the sin of fornication. The word translates fornication has the same ideal in both the Hebrew and the Greek. The Greek word is pornea, from which we get the English words porno or pornography. The word in scripture refers to an illicit sexual activity, and this would have to include the adherent acts of a pedophile, including the gathering and trading of obscene or indecent pictures of young children. People who use this type of pornography usually graduate from looking to actually doing, bringing great harm to children. Fornication is among the lust of the flesh. And we will find that in Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 through 21. And among the evil things that come from the heart of a man apart from God. We will find that in Mark chapter 7, verses 21 and 23. So we're going to get back to GodQuestions.org. And, but I think we should go to those scriptures first. So let's look at Galatians chapter 5, and we're looking at uh, verses 16 through 21. I'm in the New King James Version, and the Word of God says this. Verse 16, I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Verse 17, for the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. Verse 18, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Verse 19, now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness. Verse 20, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, 21, envy, murders, drunkenness, reveries, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, 23, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law, 24. And those who are crisis have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires, 25. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. 26. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So let's look at some Bible commentary here over the verses that I just read in uh, Galatians chapter 5. Now when we go back up to uh, verses 16 through 18, it says, If you desire is to have the qualities listed 
and Galatians 5, 22 and 23, then you know that the Holy Spirit is leading you. At the same time, be careful not to confuse your subjective feelings with the Spirit's leading. Being led by the Holy Spirit involves the desire to hear, the readiness to obey God's word, and the sensitivity to discern between your feelings and his promptings. Live each day controlled and guided by the Holy Spirit. Then the words of Christ will be in your mind. The love of Christ will be behind your actions. And the power of Christ will help you control your selfish desires. Now this was the Apostle Paul speaking. And he was describing two forces fighting within us. The Holy Spirit and the sinful nature are evil desires or inclinations that stem from our body. And we saw that when we looked at verses 16, 19, and 24. Paul is not saying that these forces are equal. The Holy Spirit is infinitely stronger. But if we rely on our own wisdom, we will make wrong choices. If we try to follow the Spirit by our own human effort, we will fail. Our only way to freedom from our evil desires is through the empowering of the Holy Spirit. So, now we're going to look at Mark. We need to go to chapter 7. And again, we're talking about pedophile playground today. So, we are going to go to Mark chapter 7. And we are going to look at verses 21 and 23. Mark chapter 7, verses 21 through 23. Again, I'm in the New King James Version, and the Word of God says this. 21, for from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, Fornications, murders, 22, thefts, covenantedness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, an evil eye, blaspheme, pride, foolishness, 23. All these evil things come within and defile a man. So, we need to think about that. We talked about pedophilia Being an unnatural attraction. Towards children. 13 and under. That involves. Sexual urges. And fantasies. And desires. Looking. At pictures. And eventually. What you look at, what you concentrate on, you will act upon. And it usually involves men. And it can involve both sexes or one sex. We need to think about what the word has told us 
that it comes from within. And that we cannot associate the Spirit, the Holy Spirit leading us to that. And we have to be real careful about our desires and the prompting of the Spirit and not to conflate the two. We have heard a lot lately in the news about several different denominations that are Protestant in nature. That it has become pandemic about the abuses that children have endured. But again, we must not conflate pedophilia with child abuse, sexual child abuse. Two different things. But it does lend to the fact that there is someone who is acting outside of God. That God is not leading them to make these choices, to have these unnatural desires. And the Holy Spirit is definitely not leading them to act upon them. We as men and women of God have a responsibility to the precious gift that God has given us. Many of us are parents, and all of us were children at one time. What has caused the houses of God to become silent and universities for where pedophilia is commonplace which leads to other things happening that are not of God when did we become so familiar but unfamiliar and unclean and evil spirits. How can the house of God be a refuge for uncleanliness, evil, deceit, pride, immorality, lust, greed, How does that happen? What is the house of God defending? And who is it defending? Because there's nothing that lines up in Scripture that says that we should defend or support a pedophile 
playground. No, not at all. There's no scripture that would support that. God would not ask us to do something that he wouldn't do. See, that's the thing. He is the creator. We are the creation. He would not create or instruct us to do something that he would have no fellowship with. So we have to understand there are men and women who are making decisions on their own in and apart from God. They are not being led by God. So we have looked at some scripture that clearly does not support pedophilia. Now, I think we should go a little bit deeper into what GotQuestions.org has presented to us. It says, pedophiles share the characteristic of being without natural affection. We'll find this in Romans 1.31 and 2 Timothy 3.2. The phrase without natural affection is translated from one Greek word, which means inhuman, unloving, unsociable. One without natural affections acts in ways that are against the social norm. That would certainly describe a pedophile. We're going to take a caller, and then we're going to go to Romans one thirty-one, and then we're going to look at Second Timothy chapter three, verse two. Hello, you're on Save the Lost at All Costs, and God bless you. One without. God bless you, Sister Nina. Hello, how are you, man of God? I am fine, thank you. Um, I think it's so interesting that you're talking about this subject of pedophilia. It's definitely something that was part of the research from the writing that I did from my book. And I discovered such strange things in doing the research um, concerning pedophilia. I did, I did not include it in, in the book, uh, maybe in the second book. But this pedophilia thing goes way, way, way back, as you know. And it is something that... Christ himself fought with the Jews about. Um, the Jewish faith has, has their own Bible. It's a specific Bible. It's, it's, it's um, like the first five books of the, uh, our Bible, and it's, you know, of the Torah. Mm-hmm. But then there's these other books that they have. One of the books that, you know, the hidden books of the Jewish faith is called the Talmud. And the Talamon book, I, I'm telling you, if you ever look at it, you will never, ever be confused of why there's such heavy racism and pedophilia going on. The things that, that those people, those uh, Jewish rabbis, those, those um, Pharisees were doing with children during Jesus' day was horrific, and he did not bite his tongue about that. Amen. 
So you are barking up the right tree. And God only knows we see the exposure that the Catholic Church is getting right now with um, how many priests and bishops and this one and that one is now being exposed. And, and in some cases, they're turning them over to the law. It's been going on for so long. So this is something that, you know, uh, it, it says in the Scripture, what's done in the dark will be brought to the light. This very subject that you're bringing up is being brought to the light in a big way right now. And um, I, I, I thank God for it because that's the only way we're going to get any relief from it. That's the only way we're going to save these children is to expose what's being done to the children. Amen. Well, I appreciate that. You know, God gave us a spirit of, of boldness. He did not give us a spirit of fear or timidity. And uh, we have to ask ourselves, you know, why are we in agreement with that? Because if we are uh, men and women of God and we say nothing, then uh, we are pretty much in agreement. And that is not of God. We have That's nothing right. to we have nothing to fear. We should not have fellowship with certain practices, especially in the house of God, because they dishonor God, and uh, we're not in agreement with that. No, it's, it's, it's spiritual wickedness, and as, as you and I know, I mean, these times that we're living in, we we, we got the internet going. You know, we we've just been into a whole age of information where. We have more knowledge and information available at our fingertips than we have ever. So this revelation began with the age of information. And from all the information that's out there right now, a revelation is happening. Things are being revealed. Part of the thing that's being revealed right now is the pedophilia, is the, uh, the abuse of women. All of the things that have been hidden and done in the dark are coming out right now today. So for me, that means salvation is around the corner. Amen. You know, and uh, and, and God knows I, I witness it, I see it, I do what I can about it, but the truth is salvation is around the corner. Amen. It, it, so, it's available. It's available. It. But we have to be led by the Spirit. Uh, you know, what I'm trying to talk about today is... Uh, they are not operating under the pretense of God, not at all. And just no. because they hide out with saints, just because they hide out in uh, places that are considered holy, uh, where scriptures are spoken daily, does not mean that they are one of God. No, it does not mean that at all. Not at all. So we, we need Christ to be himself. vigilant for that, and we need to be sober-minded for that, and we need That's to right. get out of uh, our emotions and just admit uh, that we've been played, Brother Jesse. We've been bamboozled. We've been hooked. We've been shook. We've been took. But we don't have to stay like that. No. No, we don't. And uh, God don't want us to be like that, you know. And we can go into spiritual recovery, man of God. We can get out of, you know, active addiction of being passive and letting things go by. We can detox from that and go into spiritual recovery and take our places and become the warriors and the keepers of the flame that God has called us to be. That's it. And, you know, if your faith is strong, that apathy doesn't hit you. 
I mean, we all go through what we go through, but it don't last. Amen. It well, I, I appreciate that, and you're encouraging and you're inspiring. So I am asking for the second book, please. Absolutely, that's coming. And again, uh, I, I thank you and your listeners for the support. I'm doing more more things with it. You'll be hearing from me again, but today's show is very important, and I thank you for keeping your ear to the ground and warning the people about what's going on. Well, I appreciate that. God bless you, man of God. You know we love you. And keep God us in your you. prayers, okay? I certainly will. God bless you. God bless everybody. Bye-bye. All right. Now. Bye-bye. Thank you. So we're going to go to uh, Romans chapter 1, verse 31. And thank you again, Brother Jesse. I appreciate you. So again, we're going to Romans chapter 1, verse 31. But I want to uh, look at some more verses So I think I am going to start about verse 24 and just read down. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanliness in the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves. 25, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. 26. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. 27. Likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust for one another, men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. 28, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to those things which are not fitting. 29, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are whisperers. 30, Backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. Verse 31, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful. 32, who knowing the righteous judgment of God that those who practice such things are deserving of death not only do the same but also approve of those who practice them do not be deceived men and women of God it says in verse 31 undiscerning untrustworthy unloving unforgiving unmerciful that is the spirit of those who practice pedophilia you have to understand That God is making this very clear to us. There are those who pretend to have a form of godliness. Those who pretend to emanate light. See, the house of God, the church, if you will, is the ecclesia. It's the called out ones. It's those who make up the body. There's not one person who makes up all the body. There are many parts to the body. So when you are in the house of worship, be very discerning. 
Check things out. God has given you eyes. He's given you a mind. He's given you a heart. He's given you a spirit. He's given you a soul. You were made in his image. You have a lot going for you. Do not let a person's position or self-given authority usurp God's authority. See, it's not enough to say the word of God. You have to model the word of God. You have to be intentional. You cannot have fellowship with evil and debased things and say you're being led by the spirit. It does not compute. It is not math in the spiritual realm. Because if it was, there would be an abundance. There would be growth. There would be evidence of such things. And when children are preyed upon and compromised, something is wrong in the house of God. So either we're going to do something, men and women of God, because God will do something. You have to ask yourself, who are you having fellowship with? And what are you afraid of? Shame and guilt and inaction and inactivity. It's a new day. It's a new season. Don't let the enemy trick you out of your inheritance. Don't let the enemy tell you you have no power. Any man or woman who believes they've been set up to do something, well, guess what? God can set them down. You don't have to be afraid of them. But we have to make it uncomfortable. They cannot masquerade and parade around doing God's things. They have to be removed from the houses of God. The Holy Spirit will not have fellowship with that when we do nothing, nothing. You can't say in your homes that You have set it up to be a sanctuary for the Holy Spirit and you allow all types of debauchery to happen. The word of God is making it very clear what the spirit is. And it's definitely not of God. So let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 2. Let's go there. So we are in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 2. But I want to start at verse 1 and work my way down. So verse 1 says this, But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. For men 
verse 2, excuse me, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, excuse me, blasphemers. I'm going to start all over again. We're in 2 Timothy chapter 3, starting with verse 1. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. Verse 2, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Verse 3, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, <coughs> excuse me, brutal, despisers of good. 4, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure, rather than lovers of God. 5. Having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people turn away. 6. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women, loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts. 7. Always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Wow. Let's look at verse 2 again. It says, For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. What's the characteristics of a pedophile? So let's get back to gotquestions.org. It says, in addition, there is a principle found in Jesus' words about children. Jesus uses a child to teach his disciples that childlike faith is necessary for entrance into the kingdom of heaven. At the same time, he says that the father has concerns for all of his little ones. And we'll find this in Matthew 18, verses 1 through 14. In that passage, Jesus says, but those shall offend one of those, but so shall, let me go to it because it looks like there's a typo here. So let's go to Matthew chapter 18. It's important that we get the word of God right. And if I cannot discern it correctly, then we're just going to read it and we don't have to lead anything into interpretation. So thank you, Holy Spirit. See, I love that this is live. You know, we have to not be rehearsed. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to move us, correct us when necessary. That's important. We need to be able to submit. Amen? So the Word of God says this. We are in Matthew chapter 18, and we're looking at verses 1 through 14. And the Word of God says this. One, and the time the disciples came to Jesus saying, who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Two, then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them, three, and said, assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. For therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Five, whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. Six, whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, 
it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depth of the sea. 7. Woe to the world because of the offenses. For offenses must come, but woe to that man by whom the offense comes. 8. If your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life lame or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into the everlasting fire. 9. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire. 10. Take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. 11. For the Son of Man has come to say that which was lost. 12. What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is straying? Thirteen, and if he should find it, assuredly I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the ninety-nine that did not go astray. Fourteen, even so, it is not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Well, that's something that I say all the time on my radio ministry (laughs) we look at some of those verses so wow Jesus comes with fire concerning his children and some of us need to hear that especially those who say we're in relationship with him So, we must be very, very careful. See, Jesus uses a child, this is out of the commentary in the Bible, to help his self-centered disciples get the point. We are not to be childish like the disciples arguing over petty issues, but childlike with humble and sincere hearts. In which areas of your life do you tend to struggle with childlessness? In what ways are you making progress with childlikeness? The disciples had become so preoccupied with the organization of Jesus' earthly kingdom that they had lost sight of his divine purpose. Instead of seeking a place of service, they sought positions of advantage. It is easy to lose our eternal perspective and compete for promotions or status in the church. It is difficult but healthy to identify with children, weak and dependent people with no status or influence. Children are trusting by nature because they trust adults they are easily led to faith in Christ. God holds parents and other adults accountable for how they influence these little ones. Jesus warns that anyone who turns little children away from faith in him will receive severe punishment. Jesus warns the disciples about two ways to cause others to sin, tempting them and neglecting or demeaning them. As leaders, we are to help young people or new believers avoid anything or anyone that should cause them to stumble in their faith and lead them to sin. We must never take lightly the spiritual education protection of young in age or young in faith. Wow! He says the spiritual education and protection for those young in age or young in faith. For those of you who are parents, 
God has blessed you with a gift. You have spiritual authority concerning your children. Do not turn them over to wretched men and wretched women who profess to know God and they know God at they do not know him. They do not. Their actions and their character speaks that they know another, but it's not God. Go back and get your children. Reclaim your children. Satan and his demons, his imps and his simps cannot have them. If your children are sick because of drugs, alcohol, pain, shame, abuse, neglect, go back and get your children. You have a mandate on your lives to give them comfort as the Lord of all comfort has given you. Our children are not throwaways, men and women of God. Yes, they disappoint, but we have disappointed too. But you are a parent, so you have an obligation and a responsibility to parent as God has parented you. God has a responsibility and obligation of his word to rebuke us, to correct us in love, to care for us, to show us grace and mercy. Because it's his loving kindness, it's his nature, it's his character. He reveals himself always to us. Every time we open up the scriptures, he reveals himself to us. He has not withheld one good thing. He starts off in the book of Genesis and tells us about murder. He also sets us up for the family. And men have a responsibility to cover their wives and their children. You are the priest of your households. You cannot go along to get along. I don't care what's going on in the natural world. If you have made a decision to give your life to Christ, then you operate under the supreme of the supreme. The high of the most high, the king of the most kings, the lord of the most lords, the alpha and the omega. It begins and ends with God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's it and that's all. You have no other authority. Because every one of us are going to have to stand before the Lord Jesus Christ and give an account. And what you will not be able to say is that you were led by a denomination. D-E meaning descending. God has already nominated the Lord Jesus Christ as the head of our lives. What other denomination could it be? It's only one nomination. It's the Lord Jesus Christ. He reigns supreme. You will not be able to go up there with a catechism. You will not be able to go up there with the bylaws of a particular denomination. The Articles of Incorporation. You will not be able to say, well, this is what the trustees decided. For real? No, that's not happening. That's dead on arrival. You need help? Then you can go to the Word of God. Start there. Start understanding how families are set up. It's a covenant. God is going to perform his covenant, whether we keep our word or not. 
He's going to perform it. He's here. He has set it up. But we do not get credit for being sleep at the switch. We do not get credit for not being at our post. AWOL means absent without leave. You are derelict in your duty. It's insubordination. It's unacceptable. There's a standard. And God's standard has never ever been watered down. It is not going to waver. It is the standard. From which you should build your house on. The chief cornerstone. It's important. That you have a Joshua spirit. That you proclaim. Declare and decree. That you and yours will serve the Lord at all times. It does not matter what other people are doing. You want the blessings from God. You want the protection from God. He is obligated by his word to love you and to care for you. In this realm and the next. If you keep his commandments. If you keep his precepts. If you follow his word. He's obligated to perform under his own word. He is not against his word. Neither is the Holy Spirit. Neither is the Lord Jesus Christ. He said if you've seen the father you've seen him. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ sent down the comforter. He sent down the helper to take his place until he comes back. We got that going for us, saints. You got to stop taking commands from demons. I don't care if they come out and they preach. I don't care if they come out and they teach. If they're not of God, Satan is their father. <clears throat> How is somebody going to tell you about the word of God? And they don't adhere to it. They don't practice it, nor do they believe. God is is who he says he is, and he's going to perform what he says he's going to do. Make no mistake about that. Now, if you want his protection, then you have to follow him. Or else, who are you praying to? And what do you expect the God to do that you don't believe in? If it's about your flesh and your lust, then that has no fellowship with God. Not at all. Children are the most vulnerable. We have a responsibility for their spiritual care, protection, and education. Now, you have a great opportunity today. What you used to do, what you used to practice, who you used to follow, that does not have to happen today. You can make a change. You can get back, you can get up, and you can get in line 
and it started hearing to the word of God. God is waiting for you. Take control of your houses. Take control of your churches. Take control of your communities. Show the children that you hear them, that you see them, that you care about them. They need to see that. They need to see that you model Christ. They need to see, men and women of God, that you stand for something. Stir it up. You should have righteous indignation. And if it costs you your life, then you lost your life for something good because your children and our children are worth it. They need to see the word of God being activated. It should be intentional. There's no room for a pedophile playground in the kingdom. It is not going to happen in heaven. And it should not be happening now. Take a stance. Clean out your heart. Clean out your houses. Get your children. Instruct them. Protect them. Love them. Forgive them. Redeem them. They have been paid for with a price. And so have you. You dishonor God when you do nothing. I pray that you do something. We love you. God bless you. And save the lost at all costs. God bless. It is our humble prayer that the most high God of all creation and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit filled, live called in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas. Vegas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 100.1 FM. Also, you can listen to KKVV Christian Talk Radio anytime via your cell phone. Please dial 605-313-0630. Again, that number is 605-313-0630. That number only works in the United States. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website www.savethelostlv.org If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 3358-52, North Las Vegas, 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is 3358-52, North Las Vegas, 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., 
are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, and don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what. 